Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Becky. This is Rock to the Core. As promised, I'm sharing today my how did this get started story. (laughs) Being in the hospital is a weird experience. You lay in bed, people come in to see you, they leave, then someone else comes in, a doctor, a nurse, one of the vampires to take my blood. They do their thing and they leave. Since I couldn't get out of bed on my own or even turn myself in bed, if I'm being completely honest here, this was literally my only entertainment. Even though I was so weak and could barely move, I was still not used to laying around all day and night. So it was still nice to small talk to all the random people, even the vampires when they showed up. So one night... A day or two after I had been moved out of the intensive care unit, a doctor came to see me. I know, you're thinking, oh, wow, another doctor. Gosh, this is a boring story so far, Becky. (laughs) I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You will want to hear this story because this was a very special doctor. Our conversation went something like this. The doctor. Hi, Rebecca. You probably don't remember me. And me, I said, I know who you are. The doctor, all surprised, you do? Said, yeah, you're the doctor from the emergency room. You guys, standing at the foot of my bed was the doctor that saved my life. And I know, it wasn't just the doctor. (laughs) There was a, a whole team of professionals working together that had their part in the entire thing, and I'm super lucky that I've gotten to meet a lot of them and personally thank them, but can we just appreciate for this moment that the doctor that saved my life was standing at the foot of my bed. So Dr. Jones, his name is Dr. Jones, said, I had to come see you with my own eyes. They told me you were doing really well. I know, right? (laughs) Saved my life, and he's nice. He's also pretty cute, if we're being completely honest here. (laughs) And then he asked, what do you remember from that night? So I told him my version of the story up until I remember him walking over to my left side and asking me, how are you doing, Rebecca? And I said, I'm getting really tired. Dr. Jones, still standing at the foot of my bed, said, that's the last thing you said to me. You are a very lucky girl. Me. I know. (laughs) What else do you say in that moment, right? (laughs) Then Dr. Jones proceeded to break down what happened in the ER that night after I stopped breathing. He explained the medications they used on me and why. He boasted about his team and how well they had worked together. Each group focusing on a different part of my survival. He told me how unbelievable it was that not one person showed up to the hospital emergency department the entire time I was there. Not one walk-in, not one ambulance. You literally had the entire emergency department working on you, he told me. (laughs) And then he said he had a favor to ask me. 
I suspect in that moment he could have asked me anything, but thankfully it wasn't that hard of a request. See, all during all this drama in the emergency room amid the blood work pokes and the IV lines they were trying to put in and the x-rays and the ECGs. And keep in mind, I could not catch my breath this entire time. And I felt like I was on fire and my back was so achy because of the pressure building up in my heart. I was trying really hard to be a good patient and cooperate, but I wasn't because I couldn't breathe and I was so uncomfortable and I was scared. Oh, and this is also the time when they cut off my favorite dress, but I have forgiven them for that. (sighs) Oh, rest in peace, favorite dress. So during that time, Dr. Jones grabbed a small machine from the corner of the room and wheeled it over. I barely remember him applying the cold gel or telling him telling me what he was doing on my chest. Guess what is a quick way to diagnose a blood clot? You got it by ultrasound. And lucky me, I was dropped off in an emergency room that had a portable ultrasound machine right there in the corner. I know, you're thinking, big deal, every hospital has an ultrasound machine, and you're probably correct, but often the ultrasound machines are in a special room on a different floor, down a long hallway, oh, and you also have to wait your turn, or they can page for a technician to bring an ultrasound machine to you again, but you still have to wait for that person to probably come from a different part of the hospital. In an emergency, every second counts. Being able to grab a smaller version of the machine from the corner of the room was a game changer in my situation. When my heart stopped beating, they already had a diagnosis because of this machine. They had already seen the clot inside my chest. They knew what they were dealing with and could start treating me immediately instead of continuing to guess. So what was Dr. Jones' big favor of me? The Victoria Hospital Foundation was doing a fundraiser at the moment for diagnostic equipment and specifically for more of these smaller ultrasound machines so that they could have them in all of the emergency rooms and also in the intensive care neonatal and maternity wards. And he wondered if I would let them interview me and share my story. Obviously, I said yes. (laughs) Why are ultrasounds so awesome? Well, hello. (laughs) They can give doctors an instant visual of what's happening inside, and there are no pokes or incisions required. We know they're often used to keep an eye on fetuses when they're still inside their mama, but you can also see other uh, soft tissue structures like the gallbladder, the liver, kidneys, heart. And you can also measure the flow of blood in arteries to detect blockages. And they can also be safely used on babies, pregnant ladies, old folks, and everyone in between. There's no after effects other than the slimy gel. (laughs) So I committed to sharing my story and raising awareness of the Hospital Foundation's fundraising campaign. A few weeks after I got out of the hospital, because let's be honest, I was pretty weak when I was discharged, I made a Facebook Live video sharing my personal story of what had happened. 
my friends were so touched and freaked out that the video was viewed over 25,000 times. I seriously cannot thank them enough for helping me raise awareness about this. As expected, I got a lot of well wishes and love sent my way and many, many holy shit Becky kind of messages. But I also got a ton of messages that I was not expecting. Messages that said, thank you so much for sharing your story. My mom passed away from a pulmonary embolism when I was young. And I never fully understood what had happened to her. Or another one, my dad died from a PE. He didn't wake up from the CPR. Thank you for sharing the warning signs. And another, holy crap, my best friend just died from a blood clot. That's two of you in less than two weeks. And I wish there were only three stories, but honestly, the messages just kept coming in. Oh, makes me more sad than my own story. <laughs> These messages just kept coming in from family members and friends whose loved ones had passed away from blood clot complications. They didn't survive, but I had. That's a bit awkward. But then it became very obvious to me that I had an obligation to all of those people that had not been as lucky as me and to all of their friends and family to raise awareness about the dangers of blood clots. I could be the voice they didn't get a chance to use. So there you have it. In case you're ever wondering how an activist is born. <laughs> Promise I won't cry every podcast. <laughs> so I do have... Whew, need a tissue today. A cool end. I do have a cool end to this story today. Um, the campaign did finish. My story did get published. Uh, and they were very successful with their fundraising results. So amazing. I'm so excited to have been a part of that. In November, I went to the hospital to have an echocardiogram. Uh, an echocardiogram or an echo uh, is an ultrasound, but of your heart. Very cool. You can literally see your heart beating and blood rushing through it. Super neat. When I walked into the treatment room, the technician said to me, you look super familiar. Were you in the newspaper? And the technician and her coworker knew my story and thanked me for sharing it and assisting in the fundraising efforts of the Victoria Hospital Foundation. They were super excited about the new equipment they were getting. I think that is so cool. So thanks for tuning in today, guys. I am Becky. This is Rock of the Core. Hope you're having a fabulous day. Stay healthy out there, friends. Bye.